Greetings and welcome to another episode of Pops Collection. I'm Ron Tweedy, joining me is Pops, and today we went over this weekend to see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and we're here to talk about it. Welcome everybody, and... I know you couldn't tell that, but I was especially, trying to be Doctor Strange. It, it, especially if you're listening. Uh, that was completely... <laughs> well, you know, hey, I am Popson and I am te- technically challenged. So, anyways, uh, so uh, Ron, uh, we did go and it was free comic book day. It was, yes. And um, I saw a couple pictures that you guys went to uh, your comic shop, Richards. Yes, Richards yes. in uh, Greenville, South Carolina. That's right. And, and I noticed, uh, I saw Supergirl there. I'm just wondering, yeah. was Piper pretty excited about that? Yeah, yeah, she was. I kind of had a feeling, you know, I thought, oh, I bet she's really, really likes that. Uh, anyways, uh, for me, uh, we went to the movie a little bit later than you. Uh-huh. And seeing as how uh, in my area in Middleburg, there are no comic shops. Uh, and the one that I used to go to because of COVID, it eventually closed down. Uh, so really nothing there. So like I had shared with you, we went to the library uh, because they advertised it, but they only advertised it from 12 to three. So uh, I missed all of our superheroes. Oh. And when I got there, the only two comics that were left was this one here is called Omega Men. Okay. And it's not really a free comic book day. It says it's the final issue. Uh-huh. And I got this other one. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It kind of looks like uh, Thor. It's called Thunderstrike. Yeah. Kind of yeah. looks like a Thor thing. Yeah, uh, that was a thing in the 90s. Eric Masterson, I think, is the guy, but I think he, for a while, had the power of Thor or something like that, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, anyways, I thought yeah. I was I was thankful that by the time the movie was over yeah. and uh, we had lunch and got to the library, there was 15 minutes left of free comic day. Yeah. yeah so here, here's that's the kind of all that we got. Here's a picture of Piper with the the superhero. So yeah, yes, yeah, and I think the girl that plays that that whoever is Supergirl there, yeah. she definitely fits the, you know, cosplay well. Yeah, that's what Piper said that she she liked uh, her costume the best. So I figured she would. Now I do uh, like the Nightwing one looks yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, that's neat. Uh, I think the Wolverine one is really ridiculous. And he's just way too tall for Wolverine, so. Exactly, yes. I would agree with that. Um, but I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, and uh, now, did you take Piper with you to go see the Multiverse of Madness? We did, yeah. Okay, well, it is First Impressions. Yeah. And uh, it was PG-13. Uh-huh. So, uh, but I'm going to guess that she got scared a few times. A little bit. You know, this is also the same girl who likes watching Ghostbusters Afterlife. So wasn't totally, you know, lost on her. I mean, you know, I don't think it was too much for her. But yeah, it's definitely, I think they gave Sam Raimi a lot more creative license 
to be his normal Sam Raimi self than, you know, the folks at Sony did when he did Spider-Man. I, I tend to agree with that because, you know, Sam Raimi is a really, really, really strong comic book geek, you know, and he, he probably knows more than I ever will know, you know, when it comes to certain things, you know, right. And without, before we do any uh, spoilers, let me just say that he really, first impressions, if I did know as much as he knew, I would say that a lot of that movie was fractured, you know, you know, but the things that I did know in that movie, uh, you know, I felt like it flowed very well. There was only a couple spots in there where I felt a little out of it, you know? Sure. What about you? Um, so yeah, hot take without going into spoilers, I would say that this is a very well told story, but the story itself is not good. And we'll talk more about that as we get into it. But in my opinion, um, yeah, it's a, um, like I said, you know, you could definitely tell a lot of work and care went into this story, uh, in this movie. But uh, ultimately, I think it's telling a story that's not really good. So anyway, that that's kind of the hot take for me. Well, good. Yes, I felt like um, they took some things from What If. Yeah, so that that's one thing I did want to mention, that if you are going to see this movie and you haven't really been caught up with some of the Marvel property stuff, I would recommend watching a couple movies first. The first one I recommend is watching is the um, I guess for the first Doctor Strange movie would be fine to, to, to watch to kind of get you you know anchored into the character. I think that's good. Uh, more importantly though, I think you need to watch Spider-Man No Way Home. You need to watch uh, WandaVision and you need to watch What If. I think those you know, for movie slash TV shows, uh, if you want to be up to speed of what's going on in this film, you need to watch that first, Dan. Yes, which we've seen all that in our particular group. Yeah. And I do have to say that um, I, I did get the uh, look when we saw Doctor Strange with a ponytail. Yeah. You know, so I did get that little bit of a, a look there. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay, yes. So, so how did it has you know this? This could have been named a couple other names too. You know, Saving America could have gone over as a good name. Okay, or uh, Mother's Day. Well, yeah, that, we noticed that that it was interesting, and I think it probably was intentional that it was launched the same weekend as Mother's Day. If you take the Multiverse of Madness, those initials you have Mom spelled out. And uh, yes. yeah, that those thematic elements are all throughout the film. So uh, let's stick spoiler free right now. Any last thoughts before we go into spoilers? <laughs> well, um, I will say because there's a lot of spoilers in this film. Oh, no question about that. Um, I will say that uh, I felt that the 
um, CG special effects that they did throughout the film yep. uh, were excellent. And um, they did uh, filming in a lot of different places. Yep. I don't know if you noticed that at the end, yep. but I mean, America, Australia, UK, um, you know, all over the place. Yep. Uh, so some of the uh, landscaping that they saw, mm -hmm. that I saw, it was really breathtaking. Yeah. Um, so if that was film on location, wow, you know, mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. Uh, and you, any last thoughts before we start spoiling? Um, yeah, you know, the, the thing that I'd say, say is that, um, you know, if you're a Marvel fan, definitely you would want to see this. Um, but, uh, you know, it's definitely not for everyone. I, I would say that, you know, if you don't like the, the dark and the macabre, you might want to skip this one. Um, and if you're not super invested in the MCU, you might want to skip it as well. I, it's um, It's a very different film, you know, unlike... Um, you know, some of the other films that we saw earlier this year that, you know, I think are definitely go see is this one, your, your mileage may vary. So. Uh, exactly. Your mother's uh, opinion of it was, yeah, it was okay, right. but not her favorite, yep. you know? Yep. So, but also uh, my little note on that is that she is not, you know, a comic book geek and she's not really i mean i had to explain some things to her through the movie so right you know it loses stuff when you're not aware of why this is this and that is that right like i said if you if you watch those four things beforehand i think you'll be up to speed you don't have to worry about it but yeah if you're just going in with not as much familiarity with those other properties you know you're probably gonna have to do some explaining Yes, and we ha I have to say that this is, I don't know if it's a first, but the villain in this story is the superhero, is a, a superhero. Yeah, well, I mean, we can talk about that, I guess, in the spoiler section. So let's, let's just make a right okay. there. Uh, so, yeah. Okay, so end of non-spoiler then? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, although I, I would say that if you were to take a look at Civil War, um, you know, a lot of good guys are bad guys in that one too. So it's not, it's not unprecedented. True, true. That is true. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I guess so. So, anyways, we get a start of this. We're actually in another. Part of the multiverse yeah i thought it was uh, it was actually a really good opening uh sequence very exciting you know they went right into the action a lot of times some of these movies um they either start in the middle of something that you know you kind of are disoriented uh with that uh at other times you have a really slow build but this one it kind of just gets you right in the, the middle of it which you know i thought was good i thought it was oh good yes movie. it well it ran in it it opened up running not jogging mm -hmm. it was running and we yeah. uh I, what did you think about the i guess you would call her the heroine mm -hmm. america yeah right 
Uh, now, does she have any, uh, you know, comic book uh, parts anywhere that, uh, you know, any kind of, yeah. uh, yes, she does? Yeah, I mean, she's a, she's a relatively newer character to the Marvel pantheon. I didn't really get a chance to look it up. In fact, I might just do that now while I'm talking through it. But yeah, uh, you know, very similar to some of the newer generation of Marvel characters, um, you know, created, I think, relatively recently. Um, if, I, if I had to guess, let's see. Yeah, first one, first appearance was in Vengeance number one in September of 2011. So very new character. So I, I'm thinking right. of other characters like Ms. Marvel, Kate Bishop, you know, a lot, a lot of those other ones. Um, that right, are which of, are relatively all new. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of, you know, that's, that's that, so... Right. So, and we, uh, I, we saw, uh, again, that was the first time we got to see Dr. Strange with a ponytail. Right. So and, obviously uh, telling us that's a different, ver different reality of Dr. Right, Strange. Right. So, and in this, uh, movie, mm -hmm. Uh, when they say multiverse, it's really, really, really multiverse. Yeah. There's hundreds and hundreds mm -hmm. of multiverses based on uh, what we get later on in the story. Yeah, I mean, the, the uh, you know, the, the, the lore of the story of the, the in-universe uh, lore is that, you know, there's an infinite number of multiverses. And we saw pieces of this introduced in Loki, the TV series. We see it kind of fleshed out after the uh, the Time Variance Authority <laughs> kind of gets yes. uh, destroyed. We now are kind of seeing the consequences of that as uh, the Nexus event happening in No Way Home, and then it kind of brings us to to today of what we're experiencing in Multiverse of Madness. So. Right, which, uh, again, like I said, there were parts of it that I felt were kind of fractured sure where they would uh because it was there was a lot of action in this movie you know but not the traditional action you know no uh, that that was one thing i'll say that was really uh refreshing and really interesting is particularly some of the battles uh between like uh, towards the end where you have Doctor Strange fighting an alternate version of Doctor Strange and they're fighting literally with sheet music. And uh, that was one yes, of the coolest Yes, which sequences. was really cool. Yeah, it was it was pretty amazing uh, the way that yes. they did that. So, Yes, again, there were a lot of uh, parts that I enjoyed in this. Um, but again, like I had mentioned, there were a few that... Uh, there was one, actually one part in there i can't remember when it was and i'm not but i felt out of it for a second okay you know and i was like i closed my eyes and i said wait nope don't want to do that and it a second later it brought me back into focus again but i fell out of focus to almost that point you know okay uh i have to say i mentioned already the landscaping yeah, and the CG, but yeah, the cast. We have a cast of all stars in this. <laughs> yeah, I guess you, you know, say that. Well, we do. You know, if you, uh, and even more so than uh, 
maybe civil war, you know? Well, I mean, I think maybe from the number of characters, yeah, but I think the uh, percentage is mostly the strength, the, the core cast is of Doctor Strange's, you know, things. He got, you know, Rachel McAdams coming back, reprising her role as um, Christine Palmer. Yes. Uh, Benedict Wong, you know, as yes. Wong. You know, you've got, uh, you know, a lot of those uh, extra so, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, that's kind of the main cast is kind of consistent. We also got Elizabeth Olsen coming back as Wanda Maximoff. And then, uh, you know, uh, Haley Atwell. No, she's not. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's later on. Right. Later on. But, but, but I'm saying that, you know, a lot of the main characters that have a lot of screen time, you know, are kind of familiar to us with the. Addition yes, to, that's true. With the addition to. Um, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Shotigal Gomez, maybe, as America Chavez. So, anyway. Yes. Um, anyway, she's her first name. That was, a, hey, that was good. You did it better than I would have. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I don't know. Yes, uh, an interesting character, yeah. nonetheless. And she actually reminded me a lot of one of the characters on the yeah. uh, New Legends of Tomorrow series. Yep. Uh, they look real similar. Yeah. We also got the return of um, uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor yes. as, as uh, Carl Moto. So, yes. Carl, we found out his first name is. So, it's like, yes. They kept him as Moto. Carl. Yeah. yeah. Mordo. Yeah. So, anyway, that was, that was, that was uh, nice to see him return, you know, because they kind of hinted at that at the end of the, the first strange movie and so we get to see him it's not the same the 616 which is the other thing that i thought was interesting is that you know the main mcu timeline is 616 which is kind of like the same as the main comics timeline which is you know yeah that's true that's true yeah that, that was interesting now that you mention it yeah. but um i'm thinking that uh we also got the uh, octopus with the one eye yeah. That uh, once we get done with the first action and uh, America comes to uh, our Stephen Strange's multiverse or universe or whatever you want to call it, yeah, we almost immediately get a villain. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, Which, uh, yeah. It, he's not credited as this but Shumagorath is the actual name and I think there's some copyright issues of why they can't call it Shumagorath I think there's their sh they share it with a different uh, studio or something like that but it was um that character was actually in Marvel vs. Capcom 2 the fighting game so um, that might be the, the reason why it doesn't happen. maybe yeah maybe anyway, it's owned by Capcom but yeah uh, they did really good I, I really liked like yeah. I said that was one of the CG's that really came out well you know yep but again it's not everybody's cup of tea your mom didn't like the eye popping out eyeball sure. flying around you know yeah so it is a, a little graphic yeah i have to say yep but, I, it's more than a little i think well yeah that's true but i think also with the subject matter because we're talking yeah about magic here right the mystic arts and you know, sorcery yes. and witchcraft yeah yes and that and the as they called it the dark hold yeah yeah 
which I thought was a good message that, uh, you know, no matter how good your intentions are, if you're going to mess with the dark hole, it's going to take a hold of you, which I thought, you know, uh, towards that when we come to the climax of the movie, we see that uh, come to fruition in a positive way and not in the dark way, you know? But uh, I, what did you think about their explanation of her uh, being able to jump from multi universe to universe, you know, that she had no control over it and she could only do it when she was scared. Mm -hmm. Did you think, and then I guess uh, Dr. Strange is the one who later uh, enlightens her that she can do it herself. Do you think that, uh, I mean, how do you feel about that way that went in that part of the message of the story? It makes sense to you? I guess. I mean, the, yeah. the reality is, is that she has a very unique power. So like, you know, without someone to help her guide her and how to, to use it, but nobody else has that power. So it's like, of course, you're going to have trouble harnessing. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, of course, everybody wants her power too. Well, not or everyone. Or at least, well, the Doctor Stranges in the other verses and um, Wanda, or well, not I, Wanda. I, I don't. I don't think the other Doctor Strange. You know, he didn't want to take her power, but he felt like he had no other choice. At least in the beginning, one that that's what it was. He didn't want right, her, right, but he did it because he that felt the only way that saved that universe. Right. So, um, I thought it was interesting how they showed the different universes. Uh, you know, one that was just all color, sure, yeah, all paint or yeah, whatever. That's cool. That cool. <laughs> and uh, we get a great cameo mm -hmm. in one of those Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Yep. A, a great uh, comic book uh, role character. And I loved it. He got actually two cameos, right? Right. The in the in the movie, and then in the second teaser, mm -hmm. which yep. was awesome. Yeah, it was. I I will say this to our listeners: you definitely have to stay to the end. I don't know if you have to. I mean, it's it's it, it was a uh, it was good for a, a laugh. Um, it but... was. It was. Um. And we do, uh, we did get a, a thing at the end about Doctor Strange returning. So I thought that was good too. I don't know if it's going to be a third movie for the trilogy or if he's going to be part of something else. I don't know. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, this movie did tie in with some of the TV series on Disney Plus. Oh, yeah. A, a lot, even non Disney Plus TV series. Uh, which one are you talking about? Where at? All right. So you want to talk about the, the big thing, the big reveal in the Illuminati? You want to do that? Oh yeah. Yes. I would love right. to. That's, right. that's, I've been waiting to do that. All right. So yeah, let's go there. So, uh, okay. So eventually they end up in a universe 838 and, uh, the, they have a superhero group called the Illuminati, which is, it does have, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's an Illuminati comic even, and a lot of the folks that are on 
the Illuminati in this movie also are in the comics. One notable absent from this film that who was in the Illuminati was uh, Tony Stark. So um, that is unfortunate. Right, but not in this version. Right, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so that uh, that to me was, I think, the biggest uh, reveal is uh, a couple of things. So, you know, we have, of course, uh, Carl Moto as the Mordo, as the Sorcerer Supreme of Earth 838. So he's yes. there. Uh, we have um, uh, trying to think of who the other ones are without getting like too spoilery. Well, I'm trying to think of the most like thing you would think that, oh yeah, definitely they'd be on it. Uh, the other one is a Black Bolt. Black Bolt is the same actor from the Inhumans uh, show. Yes, he is. So it's the exact same actor. So that that's what I meant by non Disney Plus shows. So we have oh, okay, right, uh, and we got Haley Atwell right as Captain Carter. Yes, and uh, the we, first Avenger. Right, right. Which they took from What If? Of course, yes. And then we also got a uh, different version of Captain Marvel, which instead of it being Carol Danvers, it was uh, Maria Rambo. Yes, it was. Uh, which that was kind of a tie into um, WandaVision. Sort of. Sort yeah, of. Yeah, sort of. Because Monica is the one who got the photon powers in WandaVision. That's true. So that wasn't true. Maria. Maria actually is dead at this point. So, Right. Um, and then the, the, the pretty big one is uh, John Krasinski as uh, Reed Richards, which. You yes. Know, <laughs> And I, and I hope that's the shape of things to come, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, I liked his uh, Fantastic Four outfit. Yeah. Yeah, I thought definitely. I figured, you, I figured you'd, you'd really be happy about that. I was like, <laughs> yes, yes. And I, I had to tell mom about him. And I said, you know this guy? I said, from the office. Yeah. And I said, and remember, he did that, that uh, 24 uh, uh, takeoff from on prime right jack ryan was existed way before 24 <laughs> right but i'm saying that's the character the same character that he played right he played jack ryan but jack ryan yes. has nothing yes. to do with 24 okay whatever anyways uh but my favorite was yeah. definitely yeah uh, I uh charles yeah sir, sir patrick stewart reprises his role and not only that, it, it's not just it's it, it it would be good enough just to have, you know, Sir Charles Sir Patrick Stewart coming back as Charles Xavier. But it was specifically nineties Charles Xavier. He had the, the yellow uh yes. wheelchair machine. When he entered in the theme from the nineties cartoon X Men played. Yes. And everything. So Yes. I know. I was like yeah, that that to me you know for me that was worth the whole movie you know mm -hmm. enough said yeah yeah you know it was uh pretty amazing so yes i uh, and we yes i thought of that and also because i told you i'm watching the original star trek series yeah i thought about that episode in star trek where they had uh the character in that similar oh, type yeah, the, machine the menagerie yeah yes yes so yeah. i thought wow that's really cool you know uh and was there 
That was it, right? I think yep. that was all of them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, in that universe, they killed their Doctor Strange. Yes. You know, so I mean, it's like. Well, it's interesting in that in that they also had a battle with Thanos, and like like you said at the end, Doctor Strange, you know, being taken over by a Darkhold, uh, sacrifice or you know asks to be uh, eliminated because of that because he was been corrupted, and so we could see Black Bolt you know, doing the, the honor. Yes. That was pretty cool. Oh yes. No question about that. Yeah. And, uh, and, but again, Wanda, uh, somehow defeats them all, you know? Yeah. Pr pretty easily too. A and, uh, particularly, uh, and I think that's the other thing that's interesting is that, you know, they really did play up, uh, the Scarlet Witch version of Wanda and her reality manipulating property. So we saw that, in WandaVision, but uh, we really do see, you know, kind of the extent of it, almost like House of M level of... Yes, uh, of I would agree with that, definitely. So that that's interesting, um, you know, the way she takes out Black Bolt was like, that was pretty crazy. Oh, yeah, yes, so, and yeah. uh, that, I when I saw that, I thought, oh, I hope Piper didn't get too shaken up by that, but... I, think I mean, that could okay. be a place where she could have, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, th I, think, I think that was that was fine. Um, the other thing that I, I do think it was interesting is, uh, the battle of Kamartage where we get, um, you know, we had this, this giant battle between Wanda and, and like all of the different magic users around the world and they're all kind of coming together to defend Kamartage. I know I'm yes. jumping around a little bit in the, in the story, but I think that was interesting that they just, uh, they randomly had like this Minotaur looking guy. And like, yes. and, and Piper, where did like, he come from? Yeah. Piper was like, who's that? Or whatever. You know, she really was interested in that character. I was like, man, he's probably gonna do something really cool. And they don't even use him. It's like nope. nothing. I'm like, come on. Anyway, that was a little disappointing, but it was more than a little disappointing, but you would have thought that he would have some other skill other than standing there with a shield. You yeah. Know? I, well, I thought, you know, they're, they're, I tried to liken it to something else. Oh, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like the Lantern Corps where like yes. they had all these different characters and aliens and everything like that. Everybody, yes. you know, everybody's got kind of like, you know, battling at the same time. Kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Like if Green Lantern was a good movie, it would be similar to that. <laughs> yeah. So. I anyway. don't know if they'll ever have a good Green Lantern movie, but. But then the other thing that's interesting about that is that, you know, they bring Wanda goes to Woundagore, which is um, ironically enough, a lot more significant in the comics than it is in this film. Um, Woundagore is a place that is run by the high evolutionary where he takes animals and, you know, kind of anthropomorphizes them, you know, into human, whatever, human animal hybrids, essentially. Uh, right. That's, that's in the comics, right? And ironically enough, it's also the birthplace of Wanda and uh, her brother. Um, you know, for one of the origin stories of that is that, you know, um, Magneto's wife, Magda, she, you know, runs away from him because he's Magneto. And uh, she ends up there in Wundagore and uh, she gives birth to the twins there and dies in childbirth. So, you know, it, it, I find it interesting that they included that location, particularly where Wanda finds herself of, you know, who she really is. So, well, you know, it's all uh, that's kind of the one of those little Easter egg things that 
Yeah. Uh, if you go on YouTube, there'll be probably oh, 82 Easter eggs in, yeah. Yeah. you know, multiverse of madness or whatever. Yeah. But that's just one of those tiny little things that, yeah. you know, uh, I thought that that part was really pretty cool too. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, there was, there was quite, I'm going to say the, Good parts outweighed the bad parts in okay. this, you know. Okay. Um, I don't know that I would go as far as going back to the movie theater to see mm. it again. Yeah. But I would be, I'm happy, I'll anticipate the DVD mm -hmm. to watch it again. Uh, I felt the time of the movie uh <sighs> It seemed longer than it was, you know, because uh, Raimi threw so much in there yeah. that, you know, it was almost like this feels like it's three hours long, you know, and it's only two hours and seven minutes. So not too bad, mm -hmm. you know, so if you're the kind of person that uh, has bladder issues, just go before and you can go afterwards, you know? Yeah. You can hold it for two hours. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, okay, so we have kind of been jumping around, but mm -hmm. uh, we're just, this is our first impressions, and we're, right. I don't have any notes, so, no. you know, it's not, we'll do a full yeah. episode on this uh, later when it comes out and we start doing phase four. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, which I'm look forward to that might get into some more heavy stuff. Um, so the plot here, like I said, you could pretty much call it a Mother's Day thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, uh, if you watched WandaVision, you know that Wanda had uh, two made up children that she made up along with her made-up husband that she made up. Right. Who, so, who, is, who is noticeably absent from the entire film, which is, to me... Right, which, that is one thing I thought about. Why yeah. isn't he there? I don't know. You know? I don't know. In any of the multiverses? I, I, I think, well... Do you think it could have been a money thing? No, it's not a money thing. It, it they, they are specifically... Um, with the exception of a throwaway line by Reed Richards, there are no fathers in this movie. And I think that's intentional by them. That is intentional. Yes, there is uh, America's parents. No dads. No dad. So you're right. You think it was intentional that way or? Totally intentional. Yeah. Yeah, they're, 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 and it's not, it's not, a, it's not a, uh, conspiracy theory i mean you know you can you can listen to the leaked zoom meetings from disney they they are definitely anti you know traditional family they're anti they're anti-dad I, I think and i think this is just kind of another thing about it and quite frankly i think it's a it's almost a cautionary tale because i do think that a lot of women today are told hey you can put off motherhood a little bit and just kind of have kids on your own terms and then we find, and a lot of women find out after the fact that that's not true, and they miss their window, and then the lengths that 
you know, you know, Wanda goes to to get her children. You know, even if it's going to be tearing apart the fabric of reality. Um, again, like I said, it's a cautionary tale, you know. Yes, and not only that, she's willing to take the life of some, some, a mom of whosoever's children that she tends to get. She's going to be getting yeah. rid of the mother. Right. So to become the mother. Right. So to, to me, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, I don't know, you, you, you get it's not only just anti-dad, but it's also like a really toxic version of motherhood as well. That's portrayed here. And, um, you know, obviously they try to portray the toxic motherhood part in a negative light, but I don't see a positive version of it really anywhere either. So, well, um, did they, um, towards the end of the movie, America enlightened, uh, Wanda as yeah, a Scarlet Witch yeah, to see what she was doing to her sons from another multiverse from another universe yeah, right mm -hmm. and that kind of brought her back to reality as a person who doesn't live in reality at all mm -hmm. you know yeah, so but really, it was not a positive, like you said. Yeah. All right. Well, any other thing you want to mention on this? Uh, again, I, I think the other thing is that, you know, there there is a uh, concerted effort to make sure that the traditional superheroes that we actually go to the movies for, you know, are, are one by one being replaced by these new characters. And, you know, to, to me... I don't think it, it's it, it's not really uh, um, in a good direction. You know, we have you know one by one, a lot of these characters are being completely written out. Like you know, it's right. no longer Captain America. It's no longer Tony Stark. Right, exactly. No, and and you know, we did see that the trailer for Thor: Love and Thunder, and they yes. did my, they did my boy dirty. Um, you know, I really don't like the, what they're doing to Thor. I really don't like it. So, anyway. No, and uh, Jane is now going to be, you know, she got the hammer, right? Well, I'm, I'm going to, Pat, I'm going to withhold judgment Wait. on that because it could just be for a particular scene. Could be that. I don't know. Or if they're going to make it a more permanent thing. I don't know the answer to that. So, I'm not going to, you know, say anything, you know. But, but if I had to guess, uh, they're, they're just you know, kind of doing that as well. One you know, by and, one. And even people like Carol Danvers, they're not safe either. You know, she got completely erased from this film as well. Yes, she did. So, yes, she did. Anyway. Right. Well, yeah, I had tend to agree with you. And um, I think that they're making a huge mistake uh, going in the direction that they're going. Um, but we'll see how that goes out. And DC should be really happy about that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, they've already announced that, you know, they're going to do a sequel to the the Batman with, uh, you know, Robert Pattinson and I forget the director's name, Matt Reeves. 
Yes. Um, they've already announced that they're going to do that in another in-universe sequel to that, not have it necessarily connect to anything else that the DC movies are doing, which is fine. I think it's perfectly fine. They oh, yes. That. It could be either way. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, I mean, let's face it. The uh, Spider-Man, uh, you know, the Sony pictures uh, originally were not MCU, part of MCU, you know? Yeah. And uh, so, and the Batman, I think, can, can totally stand alone yeah and not be an issue yeah. you know yeah actually i think it works better that way uh probably yeah. probably um and i believe that there's also a flash movie coming out this year that's right and uh, aquaman 2 mm -hmm. yep so uh i'm sure dc uh would say to marvel yeah just keep going the way you're going <laughs> yeah yeah, although although if you look at DC's TV stuff, it's not much better. Um, no, it's not. Anyway, but, that, uh, but that's sadly, I know everybody, our every one of our listeners is probably real sad. Yeah. That uh, they canceled Batwoman. I know. Yeah, it, that that's that series ran three seasons too long. Uh, I think a lot of that that was the <laughs> conventional wisdom. Um, uh, well, I would agree with that, uh, and nobody uh, asked for that. I think. The problem is uh, some of the writers that they choose to use in these shows um, have a an agenda that has yeah. nothing to do yeah. with the comics, you know. Right. And unfortunately, well, the con some some of the comic artists have their own agenda too, and they're lockstep. For instance, America Chavez, you know, very faithful to the comic, you know, the comic character, very faithful to the the movie was a very faithful iteration of that. So we we you know for you know, those traditional comic book characters, you have, you know, people taking that and then, you know, perverting that into something that it wasn't meant to be. And then we also, exactly. but now we also have a new generation of comic artists that definitely have an agenda that they want to push as well. And I, I'm not necessarily, uh, that's not a value judgment per se. I believe that any, you know, I, I don't believe in the myth of neutrality. I think anybody who's going to be creating any story has a worldview to express it's just that some people are upfront about it and other people are not that that to me is the the, the big thing you know so anyway you uh, like the watchman i don't i don't know i didn't watch the watchman so anyway well you you uh would agree that that writer and artist has uh an agenda yeah yeah every, so I mean, every artist has an agenda the question is, what what kind of stories do we want for ourselves and our families? And you know, for for me, I'd rather it be, uh, you know, a an agenda that is you know in line with the Word of God, right? Right. And let me ask you a question, since um, we really have nothing else to say about this other than, uh, you know, it's not for everybody, but you know, if you want to go. I'd say go. Sure. Uh, but my question to you is, uh, since it was Free Comic Book Day uh -huh. uh, that we chose to go, when you went to uh, Richards, did uh -huh. they have a good selections of comics that uh, the children wanted? Oh, sure. Yeah. And anything for you that you thought was something that you would be interested in? No, oh, I normally don't get anything because the kids, they, they like to, you can get like up to like five free comics. And so 
I know Piper got one with the Super Pets, which is coming out soon too. Right. Um, Are we, we got... gonna do a first impressions on that, or we're gonna go see it? So you know, I yeah, guess yeah, we can. Uh, but she also got one with uh, um, another DC one. She got and Sonic. They had a Sonic comic, and they had um, Donald Duck. So yeah, they got a good. They got a good good amount. Okay, good. And were they, did they say free comic book day comic? Yeah. So see, I wonder why I didn't have those. They didn't have any of those at my place. So I don't know. Uh, but I have no idea. Again, there are no comic book stores anywhere uh, close to us, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but I did find there is a new one opened up in Oak Leaf. So okay. might have to check that out and see what it looks like. Yeah, it's not too far away. No, no, it's not from us. So maybe next time you come down, we'll take a ride over there and scope it out. Okay. You know, just, just for grins. Sure. Okay. So we're not going to rate this. Right. But would you say it's uh, go to the movie? Like I said, uh, depending on the person, right? If you're into Marvel stuff, yeah, go see it. If not, you can skip it. Right. As a matter of fact, at church, uh, I do have uh, the female singer. Her boyfriend is a comic book geek, and mm -hmm. uh, the two of them had said that uh, it really wasn't much better than the Eternals. So I that's still haven't not, watched that. So no, no. But you know, unfortunately, uh, I'll have to bring that up. I guess we'll have to watch it if we're going to do it on our phase four when we get there. Okay, so uh, flip a coin. Go see it. Okay. Wait till it comes out on DVD. Uh, I do have to say that some of the special effects are spectacular to see on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. That That is one thing I'll definitely say in its favor is that, you know, every, uh, the special effects are, you know, second to none. Yes, so that in itself would be worth it. Yep. And the Bruce Campbell cameo, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At least the first one. Yeah. Maybe not the second one, but. Yeah, I almost didn't recognize him because he's aged so much. So it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. He's still around. He's still acting. Yep. All right. So next right. week we're going to get back and uh, wrap up Moon Knight. Yep. I know the audience is waiting. They can't wait. They're looking forward to it. Okay. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you, uh, your final impressions are. Okay. All right. Well, we'll find out. Excellent. So, all right. Thank you all for, for tuning in this week. We'll see you next week with uh, the wrap-up of Moon Knight. And uh, until then, goodbye. God bless. Goodbye. God bless. And tell your friends. <laughs>